All right, welcome to the I Can Deal With This podcast, episode 22, Dos Dos. How are you doing? We got the normal compadres, the brothers in arms. We got Gabe, GH Slice. We got Adam. I don't know what your nickname would be. July. Adam, <laughs> July, July. <laughs> How are we doing? We're doing good. Doing all right, dog. Doing all right, man. You know, just out here chilling. Chilling, chilling. Chilling, chilling. What's up with you, man? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's uh, It's been a stressful week. We had curriculum night today. And curriculum night, please tell me nobody's listening that is a educator or my boss. But curriculum night was the biggest waste of time that I've ever seen. I had one parent show up. It was supposed to be like an open house. I was there for two hours. One parent showed up. Um, and so it was great. You know, a parent, it's great. <laughs> you're a good parent. Yeah. And he actually like pretended like he cared about what I had to say. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You feel good, bro. Yeah. But the reason I get up in the morning, Adam house to foot. Hey brother, you know, still kicking, still kicking. What have you gone to back to the doctor to see when you can take the boot off? I'm not going back to him. I just take it off when I feel ready. Well, that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. He said two to four weeks. So this next, next Tuesday would be the fourth week so i'm making off then the fourth uh, fourth week already yeah oh this is already the fourth week no this is the third week oh okay. oh oh gabe how are you doing how's house classes how's your intramural basketball team are y'all are y'all killing Man, it first game uh somebody dislocated their kneecap or something like actually that. on the court yeah well, like all, yeah but i oh. no you did tell me but i thought it was like on an adjacent court, like far away, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like nah. was it on your team or the other team. It was the other team. No, nah, what happened was Bird went up for a rebound, and Dog went up for a rebound, and Bird didn't, Bird didn't catch his feet. So yeah, dang, yeah, that's tough. But yeah, uh, I was the person that called nine one one. Nine one one, bro, we got somebody who's like, bro. <laughs> I literally was like, to like nine one one, what do you need? And I was like, uh, emergency, and they're like, please hold. And I was like. Who the hell put somebody on hold? For 9 <laughs> Also, what? <laughs> Can we just talk about how Adam said, 9 what do you need? Emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. They said, if you would have said some stupid what do you need? stuff like that, I would have done, I would have said, did this dude really just say emergency? This is 9 <laughs> This is for emergency. <laughs> I'm at medical. And like. They took a long time to get there, but buddy, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Nah, but in pain. <laughs> but long story short, we're two and zero right now, so we're doing good. Hey, there you go, two and zero, undefeated, never lost, never Woo-hoo. lost. Also, I I don't know what made me get on this, but do you think Lamelo Ball is gonna make it in the NBA? I think yeah. he absolutely will. I think he's going in the he's going in the lottery. Yeah, he's going. He might I, go. I know, he might be no, the number one like, pick. No, I'm talking about like. I know that he's probably going to be the number one pick, but what is his going to be his outlook in the NBA itself? He'd be like a probably like a. Do you think he'll be better than Lonzo? Do you think his ceiling is higher than Lonzo? That's my question. I think I think Lonzo's ceiling is higher, but I think going in, Lamelo has way more confidence than Lonzo did because Lonzo went in like as a kid, but Lamelo's kind of like his own man already. And. He has a better shot than Lonzo came in, coming in. <laughs> Lonzo's shot was broke, dude. And and Melo won't have these like elite defenders trying to shut him down because of who he is. <laughs> Literally, poor little Lonzo Ball. First night, Clippers versus the Lakers at Staples Center. Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly was like 
you're not getting anything, and that's what happened. Nothing. <laughs> and all because his father was just like, oh, he's better than Steph. He's better than Russ. But I think LaMelo will be like, I think LaMelo will basically be what Luka is, a great shooter. And Really? You compare him to to the Don? I think, yeah. I think he'll be what Luka is, a, a great playmaker and a great shooter. I don't see him playing much defense. He might get some rebounds because he is 6'7", but I don't see – I don't see him playing much defense, which Luca doesn't play any defense at all. So yeah, yeah. Well, this was the second week without NFL, but there was a new organization that came up, started by Vince McMahon, the Extreme Football League, the XFL. Apparently, it. I read an article. Is it not extreme? I anymore? heard the X doesn't mean anything. Just X F L. It's the extra football. <laughs> yeah. <league>. Honestly, <laughs> that's what it's being yeah. treated as. Yeah. But Man, people are people are loving it. I know a lot of people. Um, a lot of people didn't really like the AAF because, like, it was just it was just foot like it was NFL light. Yeah. But like, the thing about the XFL in which I really like is they're trying to like change it up. They're trying to take away all the downtime of the NFL and replace it with action. And so you have like, also you have so many different rules, which I feel like adds a different part to the game. Of the ki- we talked about the kickoff, how. The kickoff, they're only five yards apart from one another. Also, if you don't get it to the other team's 25 or 20, 20 then the yeah, other team it, yeah. gets it. No, it no, the other team gets it on the other team's 45. And so, <laughs> there, it, like, there's so much weighing on that. Also, there's no extra points. It's either plus one, plus two, or plus, plus three. three yeah. um, That's I like that. That's pretty cool. Also, they hidden out here. They, they are head hidden, hunting. hidden out they here. They head hunting out there because – how much? How much? Like, are the salaries looking like? I heard oh, the I average can only is imagine. fifty-five thousand a year. Really? I thought that it would be at the average about hundred k, but 55 yeah, fifty-five. Dude, that, dude, that's a. I feel like if, would you play an XFL like league for fifty-five k a year? Um, and you got to do it for a whole season. Yeah, I think I, I think I would. I think that I don't know. I think that as I think any league, I think every football league, they try to do, they try to compete with the NFL, kind of like an American League versus National League back before they merged. But that's never gonna happen, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, the worst team, the Cincinnati Bengals, would be the best team in the XFL. It just because they're better players. But I'm really excited. The first week seemed really, really promising. We're gonna see what's going. We're gonna see. We saw some Marquette King. Marquette. Marquette. Great oh, Marquette punter. King is in there? Yeah, great punter. Him and him and <laughs> Did you see the Jungle? spot on punt that he had? Yeah. And the dude ran into the ball and pushed it to the end zone. Like, and it's like, dude, dude that literally was the best punt I think I've ever seen, and you just ruined it. Well, I think John Gruden came to the Raiders and was like, We're gonna run this my way. And King was like, Bro, shut your chucky looking stuff up. And then John was like, Oh, you can go, bro. We ain't and, he said, and he said, "Bet, bet." <laughs> my my uh, my DC defenders, they won. Is DC the the nearest to our to nearest to us? Yes, pretty much. We might as well be a DC, DC defender. DC defenders, or you could be the St. Louis somebody. Whoever's. Okay, we'll look into it. We'll look into the it. The Houston Roughnecks. I like that one. I like the um, name of the Houston Roughnecks. I like the New York Guardians too. I like those names. I like the name. The Houston Roughnecks won. I know that for sure. Um, I think Seattle had a team. 
Well, we're gonna think, well we're gonna be a little bit better next this next week. See if we well, can catch some games, catch well, some highlights. My DC my DC defenders <laughs> led by Cardell Jones. We Cardell we, Jones is in the XFL. Yeah, he's the starting quarterback what? for the DC defenders. <laughs> and they we won. I mean, you know, thirty one nineteen. You know, we're just cruising. One and no on the season. Also, there's only eight teams in the XFL, which is like do you play round robin? How many we have to figure out there's, how many think, games there are. I think there's in ten the weeks. I think they got a bye week like this, so nine game basically. Um, so I guess they're playing everybody except somebody playing somebody one time, one more time, and then I don't know. We we're gonna have to look into it and figure it out because it seems like something we're gonna have to start talking about, man. It looks like and, something, and cool. it's awesome just because like in in reality before the XFL or before like because the AAF had like. Isn't that the name of the other league? Yeah, the American Alliance League. Football. Yeah, it was like it was like nobody everybody liked it week one, but after that nobody cared about it. But this time people actually seem to be caring about it. So I think it's a good league, especially if it's Vince Vince McMahon running it, I'm all for it. No, well, I think <laughs> I think it would be like fun if we were to like commentate that game or something, yeah, commentate next cool. that would be so fun, man. This man's laying the wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're going to see. I think Memphis man is definitely going to take, you know, the, the XFL folded after the one season. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens this year. We're I think, I think it will last. I would say it lasts three to four, three to four seasons, at least three to four seasons. Yep. Well, you also got to think a lot of, there's like, there's like at least 400 players that get drafted or go to the NFL from college, but there are thousands and thousands of college yeah. players that don't get to play at all. Well, I I had to explain what the XFL is to one of my coworkers in which doesn't watch football, and I was like, pretty much think of like you're not good enough to get drafted, or you're too old to play in the NFL. That's pretty much what the XFL yeah. is nowadays. Yeah, the NFL's like, the NFL's like Walmart, and the XFL's kind of like. Would Target. you say would you say that like the XFL is kind of like the G League, or is it different no. because it, because the XFL is a different brand? They have different rules, and so it's not quite the same as like a farm system or like the G League or anything like that. But most of those players, their goal is to make the NFL, get back yes, to the NFL. Yes, and and I was talking to somebody about the AF, which folded after just a couple weeks. Yeah, if. They if they would have made that a farm system type situation where like NFL teams were b- funding and backing the A the AAF teams, then those teams would it would never fold it. Those players could have been like the practice squad technically for NFL teams. Yeah. They could have been like a farm team and it didn't that's not how it worked. But A X F L it's a lot of uh <laughs> abbreviations here. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it it was definitely it was definitely a good week one. But kind of pivoting to another sport, and we got to we got to talk about my home sport, which is baseball. There was a huge trade. There was a huge trade in what happened this past week, in which Mookie Betts got sent from the Boston Red Sox, and as well, a lot of people don't talk about this, but David Price, David Price also got sent from the Red Sox to the Dodgers, and in return. Dodgers gave the Red Sox a couple of different prospects, um, a couple, of, about three or four different really good prospects, upcomers, um, and then the Twins also got in 
got in on it by trading a catcher from the Dodgers to the Twins. Now, what do you guys make of this? This kind of changes the whole landscape, the whole power balance of the of baseball. The Yankees are still going to be a factor. They're always going to be a factor. But the Dodgers have kind of – we it talked should, about it yeah. on this show. The Dodgers, we thought their window had closed. But now, because of this Mookie Betts trade, it is completely wide open again. So and what do you guys think about it? I don't it? think that their window closed. I thought that – like, you got to do something. You can't make it that close, like, three years in a row and just be like, you know, not win it. But I think this Mookie Betts basically, um, you know, I think he basically guarantees them a World Series. I think they're better than the Yankees here. I really – Jake, you disagree with me, but I think this is the best move for the Red Sox. They're not going to beat the Yankees anytime soon. So why try to compete with them? I hate saying tank. Because I think trying to lose games is horrible. But basically, Tank, you're going through a bad period right now. I'm not sure. Did their punishment come out yet? No, not yet. So we're not sure what's going to happen with their punishment. And I think this is great. They got some young prospects. They're going to – they got some young prospects, and they're probably going to lose some first-round picks this year, anyway, first and second this anyway. So they got some, some prospects. So that's not going to really hurt them. And I just made this – Make this a process. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. rush things. Make it a five to six year process now, so we can get back. Now, it's one thing, like, I just don't think that it was a good move for the Red Sox because the prospects and we say got personally to me are not game changing prospects. So for instance, when the Cubs got Aroldis Chapman from the Yankees, they gave gave up their biggest prospect, which was Gliber Torres. Now, Gleyber Torres right now is going to be an all-star second baseman for the foreseeable future. That is a game-changing prospect, and I don't think the Red Sox had that kind of power that they're getting from these prospects. Another thing for me is we, we forget we're literally two years removed from the Red from Sox, the Red Sox yeah. winning the World Series, and they still had all of their major pieces from that kind of era. They had still Andrew Benintendi. Uh, they still have Jackie Bradley Jr. Jr. They have uh, Xander Bogarts, all these other guys, mm-hmm. Rafael Devers. But he, they still have all these guys, which was their core interior. But now with Mookie Betts being gone, it is officially closed a window mm-hmm. of even a possibility of Red Sox winning. But I see what you're saying. I don't think they would have ever beat the Yankees because of the sheer amount of, like, power that the Yankees had, especially with that acquisition of Garrett Cole, which some people are saying is that's one of the, the piece, best. That's the piece the Yankees basically needed. Yeah. And yeah. some people are saying that he's the best pitcher in the league right now. I personally don't know about say, that one. I think that he's a little bit overrated. I think that he's a great pitcher, but I wouldn't say best in the league. But what do you, buddy, what do you think about this whole situation? Um. Well, like, <laughs> so what what exactly did they give up Mookie Betts for? Or, like, what exactly what went down with both sides? So, with both sides, uh, pretty much what happened is Mookie Betts and David Price got sent for pretty much, like, four or five 
prospects. But the reason why the Red Sox did it is because I think that after this year, he, Mookie Betts was going to be a free agent. And also, David Price had one of the most expensive contracts in the league. Yeah. And so it was – David. A lot of people. A lot of people said, like, David Price, you're not worth this money. You're not worth this money. You're not worth this money. And so I think the Red Sox finally were like, yeah, he's not worth this money, so let's ship him out. It's kind of like an – it's an – less severe Nick Batum situation for the Charlotte Hornets. Like they I think David Price was just like, we'll send him anywhere who will take that contract away from us and it will open up some some to cap room. Yeah, and, I don't know. Oh, I, I do agree with that. I like I, I agree with Adam with what the Red Sox did. Just cause like it's like if you're not gonna win anything really anytime soon and you have this big name player, it's better to like trade him away for assets than to just let him walk, you know? Yeah. So I think I agree with that. Cause I don't know like what his like morals are, like loyalty and stuff like that, if he values financial status and stuff like that, but it's better to get something for him. Yeah, and Mookie Betts right now, like he's asking for a ridiculous amount of money. He's asking like at one point before the trade happened, he asked for like 12-year, $420 million, which would make him the highest-paid player ever to play the game of baseball. Um, What, 12? It's – That's – I think it would be $40 million more than Mike Trout is getting. But we're talking about, like, averaging a year. Yeah, but I think it's like $40 million per year would be kind of what he would be getting from – the Red Sox, and I think it would be like $38 million what he would, Mike Trout would be getting. Now, I was telling you all earlier, I don't think – Mookie Betts is a great player. He's a perennial MVP, but he is not a once-in-generational talent. I think he is one of the few five-tool players in which he yeah. can field, he can hit, he can run, he can do all of this, but he is not – a once-in-generational talent. I would put him in the same category as, like, a Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. Great talent. Yeah, he's definitely a all-stars. top ten player. Oh, yeah. for sure. But I wouldn't say that he is a Mike Trout. I honestly think, if anything, Mike Trout needs to get paid more money. Of, like, Mike Trout should be the $40 million a year player, not Mookie Betts. So I would say Mookie Betts deserves, like, $33 million a year, but maybe not – Definitely not forty million. No, no, no. But no. It, it was funny because I was reading, like I was trying to keep a close tabs on it. But what people don't realize is that the twins were the most integral part of it, and they almost pulled the plug on the whole thing. Of like, they didn't realize that the catcher they were getting from the Dodgers was injured, and so they were like, you know what? I don't think that we want to do this anymore. And so I thought when I got breaking news on my phone and it said Mookie Betts, I was like. I thought that it was going to say the Mookie Betts trade wasn't going to go through. And it's wild that it ended up going through because I did not expect the Twins to be signed off on it. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think I'm just really ready for the, this season, the World Series to start. The Dodgers have so many all-stars, and the Yankees, they're so studly packed. Like, it's going to be a really good World Series, but Dodgers – October has not been good to you. You gotta make it. You gotta get to it this year because it's just almost a waste of. It's like this is a waste of all. This is gonna be a waste of time almost. You know. Yeah. If, yeah, and 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 it's one thing that like a lot of people don't think of. The Yankees are great at it. The Dodgers are great at it. They have great hitters, 
But if you don't have a rotation, if you don't have a kind of a relief staff set up, then you're going to be in bad shape. And I think that that's one thing that the Astros this past year did well, that they had a rotation in place. Now, the Yankees misused their rotation and their starters and stuff like that. But I think that it's going to be a good – I think it's going to be a good rivalry, at least for the foreseeable future, of we might see the Golden State Warriors and Cleveland Cavaliers of baseball in, in the, the next Dodgers four or five years, yeah. and, and the Yankees. But all, it all depends with Mookie bets, though. If he's one year with the Dodgers and, like, okay, I want to go to a stupid team that's going to pay me the money I want. I think they will. I think they will. You think, you think they're stupid enough to give him the money? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of their players, so they traded away Jock Peterson, which was a good outfielder, but that kind of paved the way of a little bit of cap room as well as that was going to be who was going to be starting or sitting behind Mookie Betts anyway. So they traded him away. For the, for the Dodgers? Yeah, oh. and a lot of people like uh, Cody Bellinger, one of the best hitters, probably top two players in the league right now. He's still on his rookie contract. Cody. Yeah, Cody Bellinger. Um, Clayton Kershaw, he's taking up a lot of money. But on, in all honesty, like baseball, you have so many. Like if the Yankees Their cap is have, really big. Yeah, if the Yankees the cap have all, is, those, all that crazy contract they have over there, then everything yeah. will be fine. What people don't realize is Garrett Cole got like signed to like a $35 million a year contract. As well as what people don't realize is when Giancarlo Stanton was with the Marlins, he signed for like $33 million too. And so he was like the cap in baseball is a lot crazier Didn't than the cap in basketball or, or the cap in football. So it's going to be interesting. I think that the Dodgers will pay him however much, especially if they win a World Series. If they win a World Series, I think that they're going to be like, we just want him – Back. However, we get him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's going to be kind of the the big thing for the baseball realm. But we got to talk about our kind of collective home sport, which is football. And because football is done and the NFL is done, there's a lot of free agent questions in which are kind of resurfacing. And so I kind of want to get your you guys' opinion on some of these possible trade destinations or possible uh free agent or draft destinations for some of these big name quarterbacks Qu- which Q- are coming Q- from We're just from doing these QBs drafts. today, folks. Just doing QBs. So, where we're going to start guys- with, we're going to start with um, you know, almost people call goat. We're going to we're going to go with Brady. Um Brady um he had a less than average quarterback season. It wasn't with Brady. He's turning what forty two, forty three this year. So we're gonna see what, how, what, what he, what he, how he's gonna play. I think what he needs is I think he needs a running game. I think he needs, I think he needs targets. I think he needs the off the line because Tom Brady can't be getting hit. And I think he needs a defense that's going to keep him on the field. Yeah. And I think all that is the Chargers. I mean. Yeah. I completely agree. I think that the Chargers are the kind of destination in which he needs to go to. They have all these pieces. They have Melvin Gordon. They have Keenan Allen. They have a great defense. They have a decent offensive line. So that is going to be if they if the Chargers say, "Hey, we want to win right now," Tom Brady is the person to go to. And, and it seems like they're trying to they're focusing more on we need to win soon. Yeah, and Anthony Lynn is a really – I think he's a great head coach. I know, Jacob, you were calling for his job, but I think he's a great head coach. 
And I think the I think the, I think I'm sorry. See, I'm about to say San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think I think you're right. They have every piece. They just need a quarterback. I think if they don't get Brady, they need to draft um, Justin Justin Hubert. I think he's the most. I think he's the second most pro ready quarterback. I said he was the most pro ready quarterback earlier, but I think he's the second most behind Joe Burrow. Uh, I don't know. He might even have to make him three. I think Tua is two, but. Yeah, I was surprised at how big uh, Justin Hubert was. Six six, big six six, about two that boy. But that two, boy big. He is pretty. They big. brought him big him. But yeah, I like Brady to the Chargers too. Um, I think the Chargers have always been like just one piece missing. I'm not saying Brady is that piece, but he brings like veteran leadership. He brings playoff experience. That it's stability to quarterback. Yeah. yeah. But if you if I think that Justin Hubert to me would be the best. The best option long term, yeah. uh, obviously, because He's Brady is forty two, for about to turn forty three. But Justin Hubert, like the defense is still very young. Nick Bosa is probably the veteran on that defensive Joey. line, and no, who did I say? You said Nick. Oh, Joey Bosa is probably the the veteran on that defensive line, and he's, what, 26, 27? Something like that, And yeah. so, like, the fact that he is that veteran, they're still a very young team. The only person that they possibly got to worry about is Keenan Allen because he's kind of getting to the back end of his career. But other than that, they still have a pretty young team. And so, Justin Hubert, if they bring him in and he is in a pro bowler, he's an all-pro in which people kind of think that he is as of right now, he could be the face of the franchise. He could bring them to Super Bowls upon Super Bowls in the future. And he would be in L.A. too, so. Yeah. That's I cool. don't know. I think I think, <laughs> I think because of this division, the AFC West, I think they really, really need to get Tom. Tom been – Tom has been a goal, had beaten Von Miller before. Tom has beaten Patrick Mahomes before. Tom has Tom can beat John has beaten John Gruden before. Like I don't think Justin Hewitt needs to be thrown in that mess right now because that has a lot of firepower in that offense. Yeah. Well, I got a question for you, Adam, because you're a Saints fan. You're facing a conundrum right now of Teddy Bridgewater is about to enter free agency. Taysom Hill is about to enter free agency. Andrew Brees is about to enter free agency. Who do you think the Saints are going to keep? Well, Drew Brees is one of the things that – Drew Brees is not going to enter free agency. It's going to be simply – He's going to be our, our quarterback next year, or he's going to retire next year. Yeah, he's not going to go anywhere. Um, but we're just simply waiting for March to say if he's retiring or not, so we can move on either Taysom or Teddy. If uh, you if you had to choose, who would you? Teddy, T- Teddy Bridgewater. I, the fact that people are saying Taysom Hill is a franchise quarterback, it's is really like it's really it's laughable almost. I respect Taysom Hill because he's a he's a quarterback that's going to lower his head. You know what I mean? I think he's a great special teams. Great wide receiver, great tight end, great running back. Just be that. You know, yeah. I think that's why Tim Tebow is not in the league right now. Because Tim Tebow swear he was a franchise quarterback, and he wasn't. Tim, so, be a tight end. So, if you are if, – if you take – so, say, for instance, the hypothetical scenario that Drew Brees retires and Teddy Bridgewater is your starting quarterback, does Taysom Hill – Stay or does he try to find a starting quarterback job somewhere? From else? what he said, he said, um, if the Saints don't think I'm a franchise quarterback, I'll go somewhere where, I, where people do think I'm a franchise quarterback. I don't, so, sorry, Taysom, I don't see any teams that would think you're a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Out of the teams that, that need quarterbacks, 
I just don't know. You know, I think that'll just be a huge risk. It just, yes, basically, I see. I can see John Gruden. I think he's and we gotta talk about Derek Carr as well because I think John John Gruden is is looking for a trade, but for Derek Carr. But I think John Gruden can make him a starting quarterback. I don't know. I think people need to, like David says, know your role. Yeah. And um, now, if you say if you say Drew Brees comes back, where's well, Teddy going? Or is Teddy saying to be to accept a backup and be still that heir to the throne? I don't think he, he nah. I think with stuff like that, when your big day contract comes, you need to take it now because you don't know when next year you're gonna True. break something. And, and especially because be Teddy Bridgewater, he what he tore his ACL. He, I know that he had like three a, years was, of injuries with, when he was with the Vikings. Yeah, and that knee injury was really bad. I think this is his. Time to get a big contract. Um, I don't know. Where do you think Teddy would go, though? I could see Teddy going to the Dolphins. I see that. I could see Teddy going to the Bears. I can see this is a long shot. I don't know about you guys, but Danny Dimes, I'm not convinced. I'm still not convinced. I'm not convinced of Danny Dimes either. Yeah, me neither. I think Teddy could go to New York if they're willing. I don't know. I thought they were going to to Dwayne Haskins. I don't know. So, I can see Teddy going a, a lot of places. I think Teddy could possibly go to the Raiders. I think the Raiders are a team that needs a young quarterback. I don't know why they don't want Derek Carr anymore because Derek Carr, he, he ain't to, playing bad. He's not playing. He, he was in the MVP race a little bit three ago. Three years ago? Was, no, that was that was like four or five, five years. Yeah, four or five years ago. I mean, yeah, yeah that's true. But still, he hasn't been playing bad. Okay. Uh, buddy, what do you think about this whole situation, the Saints kind of uh, – it seems very similar to me to the Vikings kind of situation. Now, it's, ago, not, yeah. it's not nearly – because, like, when you had Sam Bradford, you had Teddy Bridgewater, and you had – K- K- And K- Case Keenum. Keenum. Like, all three of those were viable possible – all three of those were viable starting position players. Taysom Hill – not a franchise player. Teddy Bridgewater is still a starter, but not really a franchise player in my mind. Drew Brees, he's a franchise player, but he's on the decline. He's, he's on the decline. So, buddy, where do you think? What do you think the what? What do you think is going to happen with the Saints? Um, what I think is going to happen is I think I honestly think Drew Brees is going to call it a career. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, thinking that too. Yeah, and I think Teddy's going to take that starting role, and Taysom Hill is going to leave. I, I don't agree with that just because, like, Taysom Hill, with the role he's in, like, he's always going to have a job. Like, any team would want that. Yeah. But you, you as a quarterback, yeah. he's there's a chance he's probably not going to be, like – Adam, you but, mentioned it earlier. Do you think that Taysom Hill is what Tim Tebow could have been? No, no. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's what I just said. Like, I literally just said that. Like, that's why Tim Tebow's out the league because Tim Tebow thought he was a quarterback and he wasn't. He was a, he was a running think, back. That but, could, I'm sorry. What the question was, was do you think he would have been as – like, do you think Tim Tebow would have been as effective yeah. in, in his, like, I think with if, his skill set? I think if Josh McDaniels would have got Tim Tebow in New Orleans – no, New Orleans, New England, and could have made him a fullback or a nice little tight end or on special teams. Yes, Tim Tebow was huge. You know, he was huge. running people over, NFL and in college. He could have been – 
Key could have been great. Could have got some rings. He probably would have retired. And, yeah. Now, buddy, I'm going to start with you on this one. Now, I we've talked about we've talked about possibility of Tom Brady going to the Chargers, but that means that officially, as of yesterday, Philip Rivers is out of LA or San Diego. So, no, where do you think <laughs> do you Diego think Phil, do you think Philip Rivers is done? Do you think he's going to call it a career? Do you think he's going to? What do you think his possible trade destination is going to be? Trade yeah, destination. I don't, I don't think. Agent. I don't think he's done because, um, I mean, he had one bad year. But, I mean, before that, I mean, he was he was still a really good quarterback. So, teams are going to look past this year. I am i can't really think of where he would go. Like, you said the Raiders wanted they, – they would be best fit for a young quarterback. I could see him going there still probably because I think John Gruden would prefer him over Derek Carr for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I know this might make you a little – Squeamish, but I saw Philip Rivers in the Panthers jersey the other day. <laughs> Why would that? Like, I don't that know. would be the worst. I, I don't out know. Of all of them. I do see this though. I do see Tom going to the Chargers and Philip going to the to the Patriots. I could see that happening. Really, I could see that. I I honestly see Philip Rivers to the Bears. And they go. Oh, they yeah. try to go all in for one year, and if it doesn't work, then they just go back to like Mitch or something <laughs> like that. Mitch, Mitch is taking off year. The Mitchell, yes. I also could see this is some special too. I also could see, like I said, Danny Dimes. I'm not real down with. I could see Philip going to his original team, going to the Giants. I see, I, they have young, they have young playmakers there. Their offensive line's not the greatest, but they have young playmakers there. They have he has Saquon right there. Yeah. He can run the ball a lot. Now, um, where where do you think? So, kind of continuing on, we got two more big name free agents. Where do you think Dak's going? Or do you think Dak might be franchise tagged by the Cowboys? Because that is another possibility. Honestly, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if I saw Dak to the Patriots if if uh, Tom left. And I can see uh, Tom going to the Cowboys too. Dude, I just switching. I think Dak with the Patriots would be really good. I I don't know why. I just I just have a good feeling about it. I actually <laughs> I actually have a hot take that we haven't talked about one team yet. I heard that they might have Dak to the Colts. I like that. And the Colts would because Colts, I think they're starting like they were really big on Jacoby Brissett, but I think they're starting to kind of like flames starting to go out on Jacoby Brissett and Jacoby Brissett next year is going to be a free agent as well. And so if you have Dak to the Colts, did the Colts seem young and ready to win right now? Now, yeah. I don't think they're going to be a suit to me. I don't think that they're going to be a Super Bowl contending team, but they have a good offensive line. They still got T.Y., which is a great offensive line. Yes, dog. they do. They have a great offensive line. Um, they have Marlon Mack. They have Naheem Hines. They got a good defense. It's going to be interesting if the, I think Dak might go to the Colts. Where do you think Dak might go, Adam? I think I think the same thing with Jerry Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. I think the same thing is going to happen with Dak. I think Jerry Jones is going to be like, no, we're not giving you the 40. Dak's going to be like, I deserve the 40, and he does. And I think last minute, I think Jerry's going to be like, Dak is my quarterback. I'm going to give him this $40 million contract. And I think Jerry Jones tried to get his discounts from people because that's what he got 
back in the day with the the ninety Cowboys, try to get like discounts. But like, no, I'm not getting a discount contract, bro. Because if I go for twenty five this twenty five million a year contract and I break my leg, I'm just getting that. I'm not getting the forty million I could have yeah. gotten. And I, some people were talking. Some people were like, "Oh, that's greedy." But no, it's not. It's getting what you're worth. And Take I, care of your chickens. Thank you. I think. I think Marshawn Lynch. Lynch. (laughs) I think Jimmy G. He made a Super Bowl. I don't think he made a Super Bowl. I think Kyle Shanahan, the running game, and the defense made the Super Bowl. Also, uh, can we pause on that real Mm -hmm. quick? I heard, and I meant to bring this up last week. I heard that there's possibility that Jimmy G. is going to (laughs) get traded to the Patriots, and we are going to get Tom Brady. And if that is the case, that is the worst idea I've (laughs) ever heard in my life. I don't. I, mean, I know. Y'all fit, the, y'all fit the, the y'all fit the y'all fit the points. Good running game, decent offensive line, great defense. But I'm sorry. I love Tom Brady, and I think he's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. But he would not help us win a Super Bowl. Mm-mm. I think that Tom Brady, as we saw last year, Tom Brady is on the decline. The he, super decline, like. Huh? Mother Nature has finally caught up to this man. Now, he might go off on father, this father year. Father Time? Father Time, Mother he's Nature, he's... whatever. They're all in the same family. But <laughs> I think that Tom Brady, he could eat my – I might have to eat my words, and he might have an MVP caliber season because that's what Tom Brady does sometimes. But I think that he is on the decline. I think that he would be the worst decision for the 49ers. I don't know, man. After that – um. After that Super Bowl commercial, I don't know. He had me inspired. I think he's – He did have me inspired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that Hulu commercial, I was like, oh, Tommy coming back. All right, so the last one that yeah. I want to hear your opinions on is Jameis Winston. I think Jameis is basically Phillip Rivers. Big yards, he's going to throw picks. And I think uh, Jameis – I think something Jameis can go to – I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders need a big arm person. I couldn't see Tim Bay being like, you know what? We didn't have to fix him throwing interceptions. We can try to do that. And keep I think they can just keep him. I think I think Jameis I think um I think the best thing for Jameis is like the Panthers. <laughs> no. Um I'm I think the best thing for Jameis is to just keep letting him play the way he plays and just have him go to a team that has a really good defense. That'll be able to not like. That'll be able to stop the other team's offense after his picks. Because I think if you try to like change the way he plays and stuff, that might make him a worse player than he already is. All right, hot take on this one. I'm going Jameis Winston to the Steelers, and the mm. reason why is because I think Ben Roethlisberger has two years max, and what we've seen. Is Duck Hodges is incapable and Mason Rudolph is As incapable a <laughs> of yeah both of them are incapable of like taking the throne now who I might see that the Steelers pick up instead is Tua Tonga Bailoa Tua now we got I I want to kind of wrap up this because we are kind of spend a little bit too much time on it but where do you guys see Tua Tonga Bailoa going he's probably one of the biggest question marks. Um, I think Tua. I think the Dolphins want him. I think I see it. Do you think he's first rounder still? 
Or I think he's a top I, five pick still. I think really. I okay. think he could be. Honestly, I think the only reason why he's not a first overall pick is his hip. I'm sorry, Tua has a Tua's more Tua has a bigger arm than Joe Burrow. Yeah, Tua's more athletic than Joe Burrow. Yeah, but to me, that's still that injury proneness is that gets me every time. Of like, I would rather take somebody who's going to be there for every start. And he might be a little bit less talented than Tua, than Tua, who might at best get eight out of the sixteen games or I, start eight out of the sixteen games. I could honestly, I th- I honestly think Jordan Love might go above Tua. I think he will too. Yes. Like I think Jordan Love is going to uh, get drafted by the Dolphins. I personally think that if I had to rank it, I would go. Joe, obviously. Tua. I'm going Jake from two. I'm going Justin Hubert three or Justin Hubert two, Jake from three. Then I'm going uh, Jordan Love. That's his name. And then I'm going Tua. I'm going All because with, of Tua's injury? I'm going that Tua <laughs> does not get picked up until late first round, early second round. Tua's not going to slip in the second round because he's Tua. And, and people are going to get injured. You yeah, know they I mean? are. People are going to get injured. He's. We're talking about Joe Burrow, who didn't play at all. He played his senior. He played two seasons, to two of three seasons. He also. We're talking about Jordan Love, who didn't play any real competition. Jake Frum was it his freshman year. He got quiet. Never heard from him again. Who else? Um, Justin Hubert. He's no. He hasn't been playing anybody. Yes, he's Oregon, but like he been, he's playing for he hasn't playing for anybody. I think Tua is the best quarterback in this draft. I'm sorry, Joe Burrow was in a crazy offense. He was in an NFL offense. He was supposed to thrive in that. I just think ducking somebody for injury, and I know that's what NFL teams do, but just doing that is, is horrible. Yeah. I just, you know, yeah, I don't know. You might be right, Jake. I don't know. Who okay, knows? so. So, you could be right, but kind of pivoting a little bit from football, we got to talk about basketball. Um, there were – we meant to talk about it last week, but for the sake of time, we forgot about it. Um, what do you guys think about some of these all-star snubs? You got uh, Devin Booker, who went, who has gone absolutely mental this year. He got snubbed from the all-star team. You got uh, Bradley Beal, in which went absolutely berserk this year, and he got absolutely uh, snubbed from the football or the football team, the uh, all-star team. What do you guys think about it? Do you think that, like? no matter how good they were, they deserve to be kind of left off the list or should they have been kind of included? I think they definitely should have been included. Um, Who do you think – so it's good to say that now, but who do you think would have – they could have taken the spot of? I think Bradley Beal should definitely be over Kyle Lowry. And I guess the Raptors have won like 16 games in a row. But, I mean, dude – Bradley Beal is pretty much putting up the same numbers that Trey Young is putting up. Yeah. And Bradley Beal is literally the only person on the Wizards. If Bradley Beal wasn't on the Wizards, they would probably go 0 and 82. They wouldn't win yeah. the game. Like it it's it's and I always John I was Wall still hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's playing this year either. But I I was telling Adam this the other day or a couple like a week ago like where do you draw the line between like team success and like individual stats cuz well, like 
I mean, I I know Trey Young was voted in by the fans, but his team has a very similar record to Bradley Beal's. Plus, they're putting up the same stats, but Bradley Beal was left off. So I just yeah, I don't know. What do you, What do you guys think? Uh, I think so that I think that I think we need to stop doing it by conference. I think they need to pick twenty six teams. They they need to pick two captains from each conference, LeBron and Giannis, and pick twenty six players. And out of those pools of out of those pool of players, let Giannis and them pick instead of, and don't do it by like a thirteen people. Thirteen people have to come from the east, and thirteen people have to come from the west. I don't. I don't. Is it thirteen or eleven? I think it's thirteen. Okay, but still, but I thought it was. I thought it was supposed to be. They like pick. They I pick, thought they picked thirteen from the east, thirteen from the west, and then they do the draft. I I thought they changed that, and it was like it was like you were talking about. They have ten to pick from from the starters, and then they got or eight to pick from, I guess, and then they get to pick all those. But I thought Giannis just sucked at vote, like sucked at drafting. No, no, no. They still have to pick. 13 people from the East and 13 people from the West. I'm saying pick 26 people. So it could be maybe it can be almost 20 people from the West and 60 from the East. Then why do they do a draft? If it's already just to do it East and West, just to have fun. I mean, I, I don't know. And also going to Devin Booker, I, it's harder for the West just cause the West has better players. But, um, I did say Donovan Mitchell at first, but, Donovan Mitchell has been Donovan Mitchell has been playing pretty good because they've been missing Mike Conley. So I honestly don't know who Devin Booker would replace. I I don't know, but I just do you think I don't De- think Devin Booker should have been in, or do you think he should have kind of? I think Devin Booker should have been in just because this is the success of the Suns is f- from him and Kel- Kelly Oubre, and Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre, he's not doing anything you know significant. He's not he's not putting up the stats that Devin Booker's putting up. And I'm sorry, but James has been really, really quiet lately. James Harden? Yeah, I'm not saying James shouldn't have been an all-star, but I'm just like, for Devin to be playing so well and him not to make it, it's just crazy. Bradley Bill, again, like, Bradley Bill not getting any, not getting any love. And it's sad. I really wish he would have got traded to the Lakers or – some championship team because he's on the Wizards and he's just throwing up stats. They're meaningless stats, you know? So. Yeah, but, I mean, I just – I don't know. I don't think a lot of people are really even looking forward to the All-Star game this year, honestly. No. Like, I just don't feel the buzz. Giannis's team sucks. (laughs) Giannis's team – I don't know. Giannis – I don't know what Giannis – Giannis just wants to pick defense, like (laughs) – I don't know. I think I think Giannis is going for MVP. I think that's why he made his team so bad. Yeah. But I don't know. The winning, if he can get MVP as a losing team, because they got no shot. No. It's going to be 140 <laughs> to 62. Yeah, it but, sucks. So I, I wanted to kind of ask you guys, since we're still in Black History Month, who is kind of your – most under so we talked about Mount Rushmore last week. Who's the most underrated black athlete in your opinion, buddy? I'll start with you. I'm gonna go with Allen Iverson, and here's okay. why. Okay. Um, usually, when people talk about greatest basket NBA players of all time, Allen Iverson isn't mentioned, and but like Allen Iverson, just 
being Allen Iverson was not six feet. Allen Iverson was five eleven. Yeah. And just to be able to do what he did with the basketball against like the Giants, and he played in one of the best uh, defensive eras as well. And oh, and he changed the he made basket like Michael Jordan. People say he made basketball global. Allen Iverson made basketball cool. Like he, Allen Iverson made it cool to be a short the short guy with handles. Yeah. And like have the tattoos, the headband, and just like the swag that a lot of these players nowadays have. So I think Allen Iverson doesn't get a lot of credit that he deserves. So I'm gonna choose him for a, and also like his off the court issues as well. I think that kind of like messes him up. But I mean, he's said he's trying to be better. You know, he wasn't portrayed as the person he actually is. But yeah, Allen Iverson's my dude. Okay, Adam, you want me to go or you want to go? You can go. All right. So I'm going with for mine. I'm going with Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron is by far, in my opinion, top four top three baseball players of all time and people don't see him as that just because he played in a weird era a weird era and which is often forgot about but the reason why he's so like what people don't realize is that he was the leader in home runs until uh he was the leader until in home runs until uh Barry Bonds broke it. He is still the leader in RBIs. He ended his career with kind of a 3.04, I think, batting average. Like, it's wild. He's a 25-time All-Star when he's only played 23 years. Can somebody tell me how that happens? My boy, my boy Hank Aaron got a nominal – got kind of a D-Wade, like, Dirk nom, nominal mention. What is that? Honor, that honorable, honorable mention. mention. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the word was, but I'm going with Hank Aaron, one of the top, one of the greatest bas- baseball players of all time, and one that needs to be put in the record books. All right, Adam, who you got? Um, I have Doug Williams. Uh, he was on my he was on my thing last week. Um, Doug Williams was the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He won Super Bowl MVP. He went 18 for 29, 340, four touchdowns and one interception. I think that he just – he showed the NFL that quarterbacks are smart enough, you know, to run an offense. And black people are not just fast runners. You can catch and can do skill. We can sit and think and watch film. And I think he – like I said, last week he paid the way for – Black quarterbacks like Cam, who won an MVP, like Patrick Mahomes, who won the MVP last year, won a Super Bowl MVP this year, like Russell Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, who is an MVP candidate every single year, and it all started with him. He beat the Denver Broncos, John Elway's Denver Broncos, forty-two to ten. They got smocked, smocked, and um, they got foots put in them, and I just and against a defense at the time that was really really good. And so, I just Doug Williams is my dude. A lot of people don't know about him. He's an executive. I think he's like the executive VP of the Washington Redskins now. So he's making big moves. Not, he's yeah. So Doug Williams, that's my dude. Okay. Well, Adam, we got to clear up some air. We got to clear up some air. So you were talking some big junk on the Instagram the other day. I was. You over here talking about my 49ers trying to come at my life. Don't you ever come at my life like that. Because your 49ers suck. We made it to the Super Bowl while you, for the last three years, have been overrated. 
Overrated. So, 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 check this out. Check this out. Check this out. So, 11 and 5, 13 and 3, 13 and 3. That's overrated. If you don't get to the Super Bowl, then you have no. I think Actually, it's funny. did you did you even win a game in the playoffs for the past three years? Oh, I think you may have won one. Um, oh, oh, we won two in one year. So don't you even start. And so we definitely beat the Panthers. Also, we talked Panthers, about nah, we, we definitely beat the Panthers eleven and five. We definitely beat the Panthers eleven and five year. We beat them in the wild card game. Thank you very much. Then the next year we. Definitely beat the who do who? I'm sorry, you don't even know. So, such a goof. You got my nerve. Last year we definitely beat the Eagles in the division round, and this year yes we lost to the Vikings. But the past two years, what have the 49ers been doing? We've been rebuilding. We've been rebuilding for this moment, and we are going to. Lose? to oh, we are going to, to be in the, rebuilding for two years. No, to lose? you don't realize. To we lose? Are going, all right, we're going to look back on this day, and we are going to be Super Bowl contenders for the next five years because we are that real. Now, also, we got to talk about – you and have no reason to talk about my 49ers because you lost to the Vikings. We whooped the Vikings. Also, if I recall correctly, the Saints versed the 49ers in the regular season. Right, buddy? And y'all beat us on a last yeah. second. Yeah. They were the fourth and, and two. And, y'all and beat us. who, y'all who beat us? won? Who, who, who? The 49ers. Okay, I Thank do remember. You. I do remember we were up twenty to seven at one point in that game. Yeah, and you blew it. And then you guys went and up. And you then, blew then it. Then you guys went up. Then you guys went up by eleven, and we came back on you and all in the game. So, so Jimmy G, he gets one great pass on fourth and two, and yeah. So stop. No. All I know is who's had an MVP in Shut the past up. five years. Man, don't even let us get on you, boy. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes at least acted like an MVP diving for that ball. He is what a winner looks like. Cam is what a loser all looks I, like. All I know is the last the last time my team made Super Bowl, we won. So, and your team has been Super Bowl twice and lost twice. Your team looked pathetic in the Super Bowl. 15. Your team hasn't been to the Super Bowl in ten years. But my team. What have you done for li- me lately? Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame career. No, no, has I think it's so funny. Ring. I think it's so funny that I think it's so funny. How many rings Al Smith have? How many rings Jimmy G have? Starting, starting rings. Jimmy Thank G you. is this his second so full funny. year in the league? I think it's so funny that the, 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 that the team in the NFC that makes the Super Bowl the past three years we've been knocked out. The team that's supposed to be in the Super Bowl they lose each all three years they've lost. But there's so many. Man, I hate these Saints fans because they're like, man, if we would have just got to the, if we would have got to the Super Bowl, man, we would have beat the, we would have beat the Patriots last year, we would have beat the Chiefs this year, but you didn't, and so we're I thinking said, about hypotheticals I never said, here. I, uh, Jacob, there's no way on God's green earth last year Patriots would have beat the Saints. This year, hypotheticals. This year. This year, I never said that we were going to beat the beat the Chiefs. What if the air I do know, isn't? I what do if know, the air isn't clear? I do know. If it what was, if the grass if isn't it was, green? If it was fourth quarter, it was fourth quarter in the Saints World 2010. I bet you one thing: Sean Payton's going to give the ball to Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. Okay, I bet you that but much. Because I we don't believe think, we're not back. But I don't think and, that the Saints would have been even close to be winning 28-10 or 20-10 or whatever we were up because the Chiefs would have literally 
literally went down, scored, went down, scored, went down, scored, went down, scored. Y'all in the fourth quarter, right? In the fourth quarter, but they would have done that all four quarters against you. It would have been, it would have been a blowout. Y'all didn't have a fifteen-one season. All right. What? But you lost you to Vaughn Miller and <laughs> an old ass Peyton Manning and a forty-eight-year-old Peyton Manning. <laughs> Don't even start with me. But I, I no no I'm not done. You know I want thirty more seconds. All I can tell you is this is all I can tell you this is if we was up twenty ten we wouldn't won that game. So okay, you can keep thinking that. Well, let's land the plane before things get even more heated. But do you guys have any anything for the viewers, the million and millions of listeners that we have? Any words of wisdom? We're the most underrated podcast. In America, oh, and I don't know about that one. Yes, and right, we're that, we're gonna be on. Thanks for having faith in us, Adam. We're on the come up. Twenty twenty is I can't deal with this is year. Oh yeah. Oh, and oh the, yeah. And y'all that are listening to it, y'all are the charter members. We will always remember y'all. Always, 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 always remember. As Kobe said, if you if you're afraid to fail, more than likely you're gonna fail. Mamba out, but never forgotten.